Welcome to Sustain This, a podcast where we discuss mindful consumption, personal style, and the quest for living a more intentional life. I'm Alyssa, a sustainable stylist. And I'm Christina, a shopaholic turned minimalist-ish. And I'm Sina, a color consultant and slow fashion style coach. Together, we will unpack the nuances of what it really means to be a conscious consumer and find more joy in what we have right now. So grab your tea, your coffee, or whatever floats your boat and join us in the conversation. Let's go. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Hello. Welcome back, everybody. We have a bit of a holiday fun episode for you. We've got... Um, some questions that you've asked in the past that we were saving for another Ask Us Anything episode. So we're going to answer some of those. And this is our last episode before we take a little bit of a break for the holiday season. See, oh my God, is that it's official season finale. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Very exciting. We uh, are going to take the next three weeks off and we'll be back on January 16th. So, um, holiday time is a great time to take a break or catch up on previous episodes that maybe you missed you know so and thank you by the way thank you so much for being here with us for our first season it's been so much fun and we love all getting together we get together at 7 a.m eastern time on monday morning bright and early to meet up and chat and it is so much fun it is the best and we just love being here chatting with you guys it just feels like a like a nice little hangout with friends yeah, so it does. Yeah. thank yeah. you for making the first season a success yeah 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 with that being said uh i'm gonna start with a question that we got from i hope i'm pronouncing this correctly it came through in our email femke i hope i'm pronouncing that right um the question is and I thought this was apropos for holiday season. What do you wear to special occasions slash as a wedding guest based on the capsule wardrobe you have? So I see this as being different from being able to access your entire closet, which most of us, I think, accumulate like some form of festive or interesting piece over time. And I'm really thinking this question is geared towards like a very you know, well-edited capsule that maybe doesn't have like, oh, that old metallic sweater that I bought years ago or that Mm -hmm. little floofy thing, you know? So something really, really well-edited. I thought it was a great question. What, how would would you guys style your capsule to make it feel more festive? So you're you're kind of think, you're picturing this as more of like a seasonal capsule wardrobe, like the 30, 40, 50 item capsule wardrobe that you've set for your three or four months and maybe Mm -hmm. you forgot about an occasion, a party, something. Yeah. So for me, because I am not much of a dress person, I have, I do have a maxi skirt in my fall capsule and I haven't switched into a winter one yet, but I would probably still reach for a suit. So I always have blazers in my capsule wardrobes and I always have trousers. So um, for a special occasion, And that's what I used to wear before I started incorporating dresses and skirts into my wardrobe. And it's still what makes me feel really powerful and chic and put together and just cool um, when I wear a suit set. So if it was going to be for a special event for me personally, I would probably wear like a really fun, like lacy bra underneath and just do the blazer. So it creates like a nice shape, a bit like a deep V and then uh, just a pair of wide leg trousers and then a great 
a great shoe with a pointy toe, slick back bun, lip, you're chic, you're cool, power suit. I love it. Mm. And I would love love that. So it's just like small tweaks. So like I might wear a blazer and trousers to work with like a t-shirt or a button up or something like that. But take that off. Like you take the small tweaks and modifications. You do things to dial it up with like hair, jewelry, makeup, and then um, do things to, I want to say sex it up, (laughs) (laughs) make it, make it a little bit scandalous and Mm -hmm. um, sultry, I guess then, you know, so that's where you show your skin and can play around with that. So yeah. Yeah. That's definitely what I would do. Mm. I love how you're taking like the power of separates and turning it into something that feels more unified and more, um, I don't want to use the word elevated, but like just more dressed. So, and Mm -hmm. I I think that's like a good call out to the fact that your separates don't have to be perfectly matched either. You can still get the same gravitas as a suit by pairing tailored separates together. And Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sina? Yeah, I do? think I would do something similar. Separates are like always going to be such a core part of my wardrobe. Um, and I think because I actually have like a sage green suit that I sometimes wear for every day with just a basic t-shirt and a pair of sneakers. And I actually wore that exact outfit for a, a birthday party recently for uh, one of my friends. And instead of just going for the basic like crew neck, I went for like a deep V-neck underneath because I felt like just to use one of your words, Christina, it made it a little bit more sultry and like a mm. little bit more evening appropriate. And yeah. Um, and then wearing a pair of great earrings with that, I feel like, you know, you don't necessarily need a lot. So I think, yeah, separates, like the power of separates, because you can dress those up and down. So you can even... You know, if you want it to be more dressy, you can pair more dressy items all together in the same look and you mm-hmm. can manipulate like how dressy you want it to be depending on the event. Like if it's a casual dinner with a f- with a couple of friends, then yeah, maybe wear it with a t-shirt and then maybe you can wear tailored pants and a nice blouse or a nice shirt if it's something a little mm-hmm. bit more dressy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's separate. So that's definitely something I rely heavily on too. Yeah, but also like a mini capsule for like occasion wear pieces. I think I've always done like a little mini capsule um, because, you know, just one pair of heels, like one pair of pumps. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I don't know, depending on what your style is, a great bag or a nice blouse, like just a couple Mm -hmm. of pieces that you don't necessarily wear every day, but that you can easily bring in to wear with all your other separates. Um, I think that's. Yeah, a good way. For I love it that. Too. That's a great point. It's almost like an like a little capsule adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, your pieces, yeah. your outlier pieces. That yeah, and I think it just this. Um, I love the question of like, how would you make a more edited, constrained wardrobe work for you? So I think mm-hmm. that really encourages that creativity, and that's so much fun. But if that stresses you out, Mm because sometimes I think when we create capsule wardrobes, especially seasonal ones, it's like, okay, I only have this to work with and I Mm -hmm. can't, I can't go outside of that. But if you are taking a chunk of your wardrobe and creating it and editing it into a seasonal capsule, you still have access to your other clothes. And if there's a piece that you really want to wear, wear it because there really are no rules when it comes to the capsule. Um, But I do think if you want to exercise that constraint in a creative way, then that's definitely um, a way to sort of build that muscle for sure. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. allow yourself to be flexible too. It's there's yes. no rules. <laughs> well said. I think it, that was a really good point to add. Mm. Very yeah. good. Okay. Should we move on to another question? Yes. Mm. Let's do okay. it. I think we had the question. Oh, I like this question. This is from Jill. If your house burnt down, destroying your entire wardrobe, which three items would you replace immediately? Oh, that's, that's very upsetting. <laughs> I've actually... Well, I mean... I've had some, I've seen some comments where like it is some, some viewers like actually legitimately had this happen to them. So oh, I think geez. it's, I know it's just, that's devastating. Mm. Um, it is devastating. So I would never wish that on anyone, but like, maybe let's address the question to like mm. desert, uh, to, uh, desert island. Desert you could island. only bring three. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Very well said. Yes. We don't want anyone's house burning down. No. Okay, guys, go ahead. I want to hear this. Okay. I have my I, answer, but. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I know the first one that came to mind a hundred percent. The Loewe puzzle. You love a it. Thousand percent. We love it. She's your baby, eh? It's yeah, but it's because <laughs> I I'm not a bag person, so it's almost like when you find one that works, mm-hmm. then you you don't deviate. So yep. the puzzle a hundred percent because it fits everything that you need. It always looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think also, oh, my button-up shirt, Power of My People button-up shirt, or like just a a menswear button-up shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love my Power of My People because a button-up is just so, it it has pulled me through. You can wear it a million different ways. And And you forgot to pack it once, remember? Yes, and it was my biggest regret. So uh, (laughs) after the silk sweatpants. Um, But yes, so definitely the button up. And then there has to be a pair of shoes in there. And I'm debating between the Dear Francis knee-high boots or just my black patent leather pumps, which I've had for like 12 years and which are literally they have never failed me when I put them on, like when you don't have anything to wear. So I think maybe it has to be the the black patent pumps. Like mm-hmm. I wore them in the office. I've worn them to weddings. I've worn them to funerals. I've worn them to all parties, Christmas parties. Uh, yeah, I think it's those. And I found them in this like tiny little shop just outside of Rome. And the story behind them is like, it's cute, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like a good, good memory so yeah, that's that's it. One footwear, one garment, and one bag. So that's uh, that feels rounded. What's Those are my items. That well, it's just it's. I mean, it's not really like a crazy story, but we were we were driving. Me and my parents. We were planning my wedding, and we had to drive from Rome down to the south, where my dad's side of the family is from. And we stopped in this random town called Frosinone outside of Rome. And it was like two, three in the afternoon. Everything was closed. But we were like, let's just get out of the car, go for like a little walk just to move our legs. And my mom and I, we stumbled on like this, this shop window and it was jam packed with stuff. But there was like a little pair of like Mew Mew heels in the corner, a little pair of like Prada shoes, like kind of sticking out. And my mom and I were like, no, this place is a gold mine. And we waited. <laughs> we made my dad <laughs> wait until the store opened. And we were like, he'll open at 4, 4.30. Didn't open until like 6.30. So oh my we God. stayed. We literally just kept buying gelato and coffee until the store opened. We finally get in. Of course, it's jam packed with stuff. And we start looking 
And then as soon as he really were chatting with the guy, I think his name was Francesco, whatever. Great, jovial. And as soon as he realized we were serious, like I looked at a pair of shoes, I pulled out the black patent pumps. I, I was like, okay, yes, taking these. They were like a hundred euro. I was like, yes, taking these, taking these. And then he was like, oh, these people are serious. So he goes, come with me into my back room. And Ooh. it was like, oh, it was, it was so good. He, and he, and he explained, he goes up to Milan every season and buys all of the like samples from the runway, from the oh, showrooms. Wow. And he brings them all back in this tiny oh my little gosh. town. I'm sure there are plenty of these stores and I lots need of people you to do pin this. that on Google Maps. Yeah, I don't even know if he's still open. And the crazy thing was that the name, we were like, there was no name. There was no sign on the door, of course. But he gives us this little card. And the name of his business <laughs> was Bob's Shoe Outlet. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, this was like 12 years, 12, maybe even 13 years ago now. So, uh, so then I came out with like three, four pairs of beautiful like made in italy shoes oh, and the, the black patent ones are one of those pairs it was just anyway nice. so there you go I that's love i love that sorry yeah that was a, a cute long... story no that was cute. <laughs> my poor dad what a patient man <laughs> yeah. oh my god except never stand in the way of a woman and a, a woman pair of shoes and her <laughs> yes. shoes you're right well said okay your guys's turns go athena <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I think probably what I'm wearing today or something very mm. similar. If you're watching on YouTube, you can go see. Like, I'm wearing a sweater and then I'm just wearing a pair of, uh, like, gray jeans. Everlane. Mm -hmm. And then my... Oh, sorry. <laughs> nice. I'm doing, like, acrobatics for everybody, okay? Acne, acne Fashion boots. yoga. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like jeans, sweater, acne Jensen boots because it's such a nice like base outfit like mm -hmm. I can wear obviously depending on how chunky the sweater is but I can wear like a wool coat with it or I can wear a more casual like overshirt it's just a really good base and I think it's I just live in this kind of outfit um probably why I feel most at home in like autumn and winter fashion like it's mm -hmm. what I wear every single day jeans jumper yep. and boots and especially like these boots, I've had them for seven years and I just love them. Like they're my, they're my go-to. And then a good pair of like highway straight leg jeans. You, mm -hmm. you just can't go wrong. And I just, I really love Everlane jeans. Like they're, they're just yeah. so good. So mm. yeah, that would be my, my go-tos, I think. I feel yeah. like mine is so, everybody, it's just so basic. It was going to be <laughs> black blazer. Vintage Levi 501s mm. or 550 uh, and a t-shirt or tank top. I find lately I'm wearing more tank tops than t-shirts, <clears throat> so that's why I say that. But it's just mm. like, it's it's my uniform. It's my style uniform. Blazers for me, I layer with literally everything. If I'm wearing like leggings and going to the gym, I throw a blazer over top. If I am going to work throw it on with like t-shirt and a pair of trousers um but jean like so the bottom may change but in terms of like what I feel most at home in, it's always jeans mm. I grew up in a household of jeans you know so it's just it's that's what makes me feel most comfortable most myself blazer security blazer is a security blanket mm. jeans are a security blanket and nostalgic and then the tank top is just it's just easy it's something to throw on it's a great underlayer it's a, you can wear it on its own some so just very very casual 
Mm, and then I probably my jewelry, honestly, I would replace mm. too. Because I feel like jewelry can be such a part of your signature style. Mm-hmm. And depending on how you layer it or how you want to change it up, you can go really glam or you can really simplify it. I think it just also becomes part of that signature style and that style uniform too. Mm, mm. Well said. Yeah. Do either of you have signature jewelry that you wear every day or that's like heirloom pieces, your earrings, eh? Yeah. I'm, I feel so yeah. naked without my hoops. Yeah, yeah. Same with earrings. Yeah. Okay. But also my rings. Like I always, yes. I never leave it. Like if I go to the office <clears> and I realize that I'm not wearing my rings, like it's, oh no, it's the whole day has just started wrong. <laughs> I, just, I, I feel, I feel yeah. so naked without. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Cool. Um, okay. Well, I love that question because now we know when the three of us are stuck on a desert island, these two are going to be completely fully dressed in amazing outfits. So I'm just going to be running around without pants and a pair of <laughs> so great that'll be a lot of fun um okay our next question is how do you find what your classic slash basic pieces are is it how they feel or how they look uh and this came to us from space indiana jones over on ig thanks for the great question and i feel like christina you kind of touched on this really nicely in that previous question about how you know for you, it seems it's about what you feel, like the nostalgia from from your denim, your vintage Levi's, and the the comfort of your blazer. Would you then? Do you think it's based on how they how it feels for you? Yeah, and I was just thinking about how I was really thinking about how I put on an outfit and how mm-hmm. like what prompts me to change out of it versus keep it on, and it's really how it feels. So it's how it feels on my body. Does it feel too tight, too constraining? So if I'm wearing like a really, really tight pair of jeans, I might change out of them because I still want that relaxation, comfort, um, a little bit of looseness in them. So whenever I get dressed, it's really about how it feels and then how it looks really comes next, which is interesting because when I am shopping or picking something from my wardrobe, I choose based on how it looks first, but But the determining factor of when it stays on my body is ultimately how it feels and then looks come secondary. So yeah. And, and by feeling how it feels on my body and then we get into like also a little bit of like that nostalgia, that comfort, that security blanket kind of feeling. So I think it's, um, it's a combination of those things for sure. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree. Like, um, it's definitely both to me, um, but I think um, there's there's a fellow like a Danish stylist, um, someone who um, like she's also a friend of mine, and she, her name is Laura or Laura, uh, and she she mentioned the other day on her Instagram because she used to work as a, like a personal shopper, and what she found like one thing that worked really well for a lot of people is to when they're in the changing room to not just look in the mirror, but close your eyes and feel like just for Mm. a couple of seconds, feel how everything is hanging on your body and how it feels. So I think it's really interesting that that's actually like the most important thing, I think, for a lot of people, like how how it ultimately how it feels um, on your body. And then, you Mm. know, of course, sometimes you make compromises, like a pair of heels will never be like your most comfortable pair of shoes, obviously, but you make small compromises. So even there, Mm. you can kind of, okay, then it's about finding a level where it still feels comfortable enough for you to be able to wear it. So sometimes you do make like small style compromises. I feel the same way about non-stretchy jeans, for example. I know Mm. that stretchy jeans will be more comfortable, but I just, 
feel more like myself in in a yeah. pair of like rigid jeans um mm, so it's yeah. just not, it not it's not just about like the levels of comfort I think it's also like how it aligns with who yeah. you want to be and how you want to look yeah yeah because if it was all about comfort then I would just be in leggings all the time yeah exactly yeah, mm. yeah. which there's nothing wrong with that but that's not how I you know I want to utilize my wardrobe or we want to we want to feel sometimes more elevated and put together and polished than like leggings and a hoodie but I do feel like when you're putting an outfit together like if something is off about it it's usually a feeling like you feel off I feel like something is missing or maybe I should try this yeah or you feel stuffy or like yeah yeah so it's like I really feel like it's not necessarily about how we look when we when we're trying to put the outfit together and something doesn't feel right like the key word is feel so what feels off? Does this feel too, mm. like you said, yeah, does this feel too stuffy? Does this feel too casual? Does this feel too glam even? Mm. And ultimately when we talk about personal style and finding your own, it's what makes you feel like yourself. Mm. So I think it's, I love that close your eyes and pay attention to how things mm -hmm. feel and, and, and all of that. So I think that can really be your guide when you're getting dressed. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's also yeah. like, feeling is also you can learn to use your clothes to your advantage more because it's like mm -hmm. okay how do I want to feel today then you can use your t clothing as a tool to like place that feeling within you almost mm -hmm. yeah I like that Sina and I think I think if you take the pressure off of how I look because there are so many we've talked about this before on the channel, there's so much pressure for things to look a certain way and to mm -hmm. look flattering. So maybe if you reframe it to how I feel, yeah. you're kind of already a bit ahead of the game because you're putting the focus back on yourself and you're not trying to conform or like, you know, be something or someone that you're not by just mm, yeah. going based on looks alone. Totally. Yeah. Interesting. So I guess it's more about feeling. In answer so. to the question. I think it's a combination, but it seems yeah. like feeling was like the kind of overarching, you, you got to go Definitely. with that. And I do think that takes time, right? Like mm -hmm. I think it's our brains and ourselves, our style is almost like an algorithm. It's like the more we, the more information you feed it and the more times you kind of test, the more, the easier it will get to understand what your basics are and your classic yeah, pieces absolutely. for you are. Yeah. Mm. And I think sometimes like, when you want to evolve your style. Like I think we talked about it in the previous episode when um, Alyssa, you were trying on like all the glam and the glitter tops mm -hmm. from your friends and um, yeah. from, from certain shops and things like that. I think um, when you are evolving your style or experimenting, it may feel off, but um, so there is a little bit that we, there is a little bit of flexibility and some experimentation that we need to allow ourselves and mm -hmm. like, that slight bit of discomfort to take it to the next level. And by discomfort, I mean like not, I don't mean physical discomfort in the sense that it's like too tight or it doesn't fit or whatever it is, but like this doesn't, you know, this is like the next level of me. This is where I want to turn it up a notch and change is uncomfortable, but that's like how you grow as well. Mm, so I think true. you can take that into style evolution. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. If you change nothing, nothing will change. Ah, yeah. well said. <laughs> well said. Uh, we have another question uh, from Instagram from Thursday House. And I thought this one was really interesting. 
how do you make peace with changing taste in clothing slash sense of style? And I feel like Christina, you kind of spoke a bit to this just now also like getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. but making peace with it is a whole other, like accepting that that's where you are now, or mm. that this is where you want to be, or this is where you want to go, or your body has changed. So your style has changed. Yeah. And allowing the change is tough. Ooh, and allowing. Accepting is a really good word, I think, Alyssa. But I think allowing is also a really important word. I think sometimes we, especially in like the minimalist, sustainable fashion, slow fashion discussion, we sometimes keep ourselves like very stuck Mm -hmm. in position because, of course, we want to make more informed choices and we want to be buy less stuff, (laughs) which, you know, we all should. But um, I think sometimes you just need to allow yourself to grow out of the, you know, places that you've outgrown. Like you need to, yeah, I don't know. It's and then and then take it yeah. from there. You know, like okay, well, I'm changing my style. How can I then do that but still be mindful? And how can I buy those pieces that I'm dreaming of adding to my wardrobe because I, you know, I have a dream of where looking differently or you know Mm -hmm. I think it's a balance of acceptance and letting go so like if Mm -hmm. we're talking about changing bodies so I've been like for me um I've had a lot of physical changes to my body this year I've been working out quite a lot a lot of my jeans don't fit anymore because I'm just getting like a little bit thicker and building a booty and I love it I feel amazing I feel great but a lot of my jeans don't fit so Alyssa has kindly (laughs) taken them off my hands (laughs) (laughs) But I think actually, this is interesting. I feel like we can speak to it because so for me, I'm just accepting that I don't need to hold on to these and like the size of your jeans, only you know what the size is. So just wear what's comfortable. Nobody cares about, Mm -hmm. you know, and I had the thoughts of like, oh, maybe I'll fit into these again or like whatever. Maybe I should hold on to that. I've, I've held on to a few, but like the majority I've let go because it's just I feel so good and how I feel now that I don't really want to like change that Mm. so I just don't see I don't see my lifestyle changing too much from the habits that I've built today so I feel like Mm. this is you know I feel very settled in the way I feel and the way I look and the sizes of my clothes like my I've had to um, get some new t-shirts because my shoulders are broader so I'm sizing up and letting go is also part of that which is a part of acceptance. But I think it's interesting because Alyssa and I did a try on of my jeans and Alyssa, you were saying that like you weren't sure about some of them because they fit a little bit more loose and relaxed and that's something that you want to lean into. Mm-hmm. So I think it was an interesting style evolution because they looked so great. And so like the way those jeans fit on you was like, I wish Thanks. that's how they always fit on me. Like it's like the uh. perfect like undone, relaxed vintage denim kind of vibe um and you were saying that you weren't really used to that Mm -mm. no so you prefer like a you were saying like you prefer like a more fitted jean or something more structure I think I'm used to like almost more trouser like so yeah Mm -hmm. these are great and I've been wearing them a lot so it's been kind of fun to to transition to that also so I guess like what what increase your confidence from like oh no I need something more fitted more structured to I'm gonna own this looser 
more relaxed fit? That's a great question. I think having like your validation was important. That's why I think um, community can kind of play or like, mm-hmm. again, like the shopping your friend's closets. Like sometimes you just need that person yeah, who's like a trusted voice who you know isn't going to steer you wrong and just be like, no, these look good. Like wear them, you know? Yeah. Um, and also just from like a more pragmatic perspective, I remember thinking like, over the past few months, like, gosh, I'm feeling like all of my clothes, like I'm feeling so stuffy and very like, everything has structure. I don't have as much undoneness in my wardrobe as Mm -hmm. I would like. So these were like, it was kind of a perfect marriage of like, you having your validation being like, no, like try them, like, Mm -hmm. they look good, they're loose, they're relaxed. Uh, And actually knowing that that was something that I was looking for in my closet. So yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's, um, cause it's, you know, you spoke to a little bit of like the rigidity with the min- minimalist wardrobe and consumption mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think because that's kind of part of our identity when you choose to consume fashion that way. And like that becomes your value system and we want to resist change so much. Like, I feel like we want to stay the way we are, but like, as you said, if you change nothing, nothing will change. So it's just like, how do you dial up those changes slowly like so I want to go from a structured jean to something more relaxed because I like it but maybe I'm not going to get rid of all of my structured jeans or Mm -hmm. I will add one pair that's a little bit more relaxed and get used to that and then Mm. maybe eventually I'll try something even more relaxed or try something more like whatever vibe you want to dial up within a framework that still feels like yourself I think just I think the key is like start start low and go slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I feel like it leans really... very much into our previous episode or one of our previous episodes about shopping for your three words. Mm-hmm. Um, really knowing, ex- you know, not necessarily exactly what you're looking for because it can be hard, but it can be just a word. Like you just mentioned, Alyssa, you're missing more undoneness in your wardrobe. So instead of just having every option open or like mm-hmm. a lot of different styles influencing you you tune into just one word like that's what I'm looking for and like you say Christina it doesn't have to be a lot like and sometimes it can even just be styling what you have differently okay I want more undoneness or I want this slouchy look do I already have like some baggy items that I would never pair together that I could try to pair together in an outfit Mm -hmm. to achieve that look or that feeling so yeah the keywords are just like such a game changer and I think like it's Mm -hmm. like Yeah, such an important tool in this whole process, because like you say, Christina, it would really allow you to be more mindful and take it slow Mm -hmm. um, instead of like rushing into things. And yeah, because, yeah, and if you rush into it, then you're really not going to feel like yourself. And then I feel Mm. like that scares you too many changes evolution. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great question. And I think, too, yeah, that was a really good question. And I think I'd like to add, I like how we talked about acceptance allowing and letting go and I think depending on how like deep into the psyche you want to get I think forgiveness is an important one too like to forgive yourself for whatever reason why you're changing your style like there's usually some lifestyle changes or whatever or maybe um and then like like you both said about how we do tend to be so restrictive in this world of slow fashion and minimalism like we all make mistakes we've talked about this on the podcast before we're all human Mm -hmm. like don't give yourself a free pass to consume like without any intention, but do forgive yourself uh, mm. if you're going through a tough time and, and you find yourself changing. Like there's, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, change yeah. is growth at the end of the day. Change. Right? Yes. Ugh, yes. 
I might start to cry. Uh, oh. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm sending you a virtual hug. Yeah, thanks. I love you both. Um, yeah, I think those were the. I think those were like the main questions that we had. Oh, uh, oh no, sorry. Back to Jill's question. We did have one more. Have you ladies? She she talks about how she's just started her sustainable journey. And she that's where she discovered our YouTube videos and she's had some light bulb moments. Oh, yeah. Uh, she great. wants to know. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, and she wants to know if we've had any similar light bulb moments from a particular video that we've watched. Mm -hmm. I, I can't I honestly can't think of like one particular i feel like it's all an amalgamation of, of consuming this content right you know what i think a light bulb moment for me so it was something that you said Alyssa, and it was actually in this uh in our podcast we'll we'll leave it in the show notes what episode it is because i can't quite remember but it was separating the amount of time that you've owned something from oh, yeah. the age of the garment i think it was how to be an outfit repeater without getting bored episode think, okay. 30 yeah so we're, we, I think it's episode 30, we talk about it. Um, and so it's really reframing the mindset of fr away from this old thing to what purpose does this item serve in my wardrobe? So because I think it's interesting where, where we often crave newness because we get bored with what we have and i think part of why we get bored with it is because it's so old and the novelty has worn off but i think what what that did for me was really shift my mindset from the age of the item and oh this old thing and i wear it all the time and like bleh, boring to what purpose does this serve how does this work in my wardrobe what does this do with my outfit when I want to feel a certain way. It made me look at the item as a tool or as you say, an element mm. of style. Mm. Um, and it really, for me, put a breath of new life into, into a piece that I might think is old and boring and that I might have otherwise felt like I needed to replace or update in some way because mm. of the connotation of how old it was and how bored of it I was mm. with it. That's so cool. And for me, that newness comes from boredom and being tired of that old thing or just wearing it the same way over and over again. So I think when you take when you take time away from it and just look at it as how you can style it and what purpose it serves in your outfit and in your wardrobe, it makes it a tool that you want to hold on to even longer. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. That was like yeah. mind blowing. Cool. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Thanks. I feel like I've had some mind blowing. I know for sure I've been like mind blown from, from <laughs> both of you on this episode, on these podcasts. I have one. It's not necessarily fashion related. It's more Ooh. like um, uh, mental health related. I I'm just going to find the post. It was uh, like one of the suggested posts on Instagram, but it's, I feel like I'm taking it with me to like everything at the moment. Uh, we're going to leave it in the show notes to her. Her name is Dr. Siggy and it was a, a reel where she talks about like anxiety just like generally or natural response to having anxiety or um, to experiencing anxiety is okay I need to calm down I need to breathe like that's the opposite of anxiety but she says that actually the opposite of anxiety is trust like just mm. trying to 
get that sense of trust, like plant that within you when you're feeling anxious about something, whether it being a lot of anxiety or a little bit. To me, like it's just such a grounding feeling and it's been like a whole new way of like looking at anxiety and just like being insecure about something like even with your style and some things that you wear you can feel really insecure or scared to wear certain things in your wardrobe and I feel like just trying to establish that sense of trust in yourself you know almost like style affirmation like I I I trust Mm -hmm. myself to carry this outfit Mm -hmm. or I you know I I feel like yeah just I don't know that was like a huge light bulb moment for me um just reframing the way you look at anxiety and like insecurities to Mm. instead of immediately thinking I need to be calm I need to breathe just flipping it to trust instead like trusting Mm. the process yeah whatever that process might be yeah I don't know (laughs) a little bit off topic from fashion but you can use it in whichever sense I think it weaves in perfectly yeah yeah 100 percent. I think I saw that post and I remember finding it pretty revelatory as well And I think it's like about trust in yourself too, Mm. right? Like I trust that I'll handle this, whatever Mm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Lovely. What about you? I don't know. I had, like I said, there have been so many on this podcast where I've learned from both of you. Um, But one that sticks out is actually from when we had my last Shop Your Closet event. Someone in the chat said, By being creative with your clothing choices and like bold with your clothing choices, it gives other people permission to be creative with theirs. And I Mm. thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, You know, and it it does in a way, like the way you dress does inform perhaps and and give permission to the people around you to to dress in a way that makes them feel good, hopefully. So I thought that was kind of cool. I think it's like the, that's the definition of influence to me, right? Mm. Like, and how, and that's exactly how you can take inspiration and weave it into your own wardrobe and your style. And yeah, like it gives you permission to experiment and with the creativity of using what you've got. Yeah. Mm. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's it. And those are some, you know, and like, I think that's a great way to close out this episode, close out the season. What are the main, and if you've been listening from day one, thank you so much. Or whether you're here for the first time, we appreciate you. And let us know in the comments, one thing that you've learned about yourself and your style in 2023. Mm. I'd love Love to know, please share. And thank you for being here, everyone. Yeah, See you next you season. So See you January 16th, 2024. Can you believe it? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Have a happy, happy holiday season. We hope you all take some rest. Mm. No matter if you celebrate or how you celebrate, we hope you yeah. all take a bit of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. See you next year. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for joining in our conversation this week. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and leave us a rating and review. It's one of the best ways to support the Sustain This podcast at zero cost to you. We're also a community-led podcast. So if you have any questions for us, topic requests, or even guests you want to hear from, please send us a DM on Instagram at sustainthis underscore podcast. We read all of our comments and look forward to hearing from you. We hope you join us again next Tuesday where we'll talk about so much more than clothes. Ciao!